Welcome back to another episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me across the internet, who is ready for the first half of 2024 movies, it's Drew Douglas. We're jumping early. We're jumping late, I should say. But not really, because there's nothing really that's been out all that noteworthy. Yeah, January and February have been poo-poo, but we're going to do our, uh, Mm. I guess, five most anticipated movies for the first six months of the year, the first half of 2024. Ooh. Unusual. Uh, I, you know, I, I looked over and over again to make sure I was getting every major movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if it's strike related. I don't know what, but this is a weird, I don't want to say weird slate, but maybe kind Weak. of underwhelming yeah. collection of movies, though there are... I didn't have a problem putting together five. It's just maybe not as... Like, I had six. I got it down to six and then just obviously knocked one off. Mm-hmm. Did you struggle at all putting together your five? Yeah, a little bit. As I was telling you, the right before recording, I uh, ended up going... Um, I had a system... And I did a reshuffle and I looked, I'm like, eh, maybe, man. And I'm like, I just, I, so I, I locked it in, but I uh, shuffled within what I originally had because I like to get a mix. I will just say that mine without giving anything away, I feel like mine is a pretty, pretty good mix of movies. And I got to say, I kind of surprised myself based on some of the choices, not in a bad way, but it's like, what am I feeling right now? Like, because mine outside of number five, which is a semi-wild card, uh, they're all just like things that Mm -hmm. I want to see that I think is going to make me happy at the movies. I didn't try to put too much thought into it, but you you try to hit different genres or... I it's get, really yeah, just whatever you were feeling at the moment. It's whatever it's whatever I was feeling, but I was like, I want a, a wide variety. I just want, because right now that's how I'm feeling. And I know we've talked about this before, but musically, I will jump all over the place. And and I have been doing that with music, but then I've like now started going back to a few like go-tos, some of my regular stuff. But then with movies and especially shows, I've been actually watching a little bit more TV than I have, or at least shows, you know, um, than I have in a while. So that feels different. But with that, I'm like, all right, now that I'm doing that with my shows, music, I'm kind of locking in, going back to some old faithfuls with movies. I wanted them to be different. Let's do something that's a little little wacky, not quite like Argyle, but let's do something <laughs> that's like different. I haven't been to the movies since Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And I've been, now granted, this is because we move states. We're still getting settled. And uh, so I put my Regal Unlimited Pass on hold. So that's a good reason. And then there's just not been a lot that I've been willing to venture off and go see. But I've been Mm -hmm. very TV TV heavy lately. It's Mm. like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, True Detective. Fringe, as I mentioned on the last podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm still doing The Simpsons. Um, and I will, I will say I have restarted what restarted watching, uh, started <laughs> rewatching, uh, the James Bond movies. Cause I want to rank those from a mm. fresh perspective in 2024. So I've done, I'm doing the Daniel Craig ones now, and then I'm going to kind of flip and flop around. Uh, okay. but other than that, I haven't really seen a lot of movies. So it is kind of fun to see what's coming up. Do you want me to go ahead and jump into numero five? 
Yeah, we're starting at the bottom. And although it's weird because like my bottom, even my number five, I'm like, I'm excited about. Oh, yeah. I think there's plenty to get excited about. I do wonder how much of these five will we overlap? Mm. Of the five, do you think we're going to overlap at least once? Once. I will say one time and that's it. That's it. Only once? Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could see us having none. <laughs> Let me look at what I got again. Hang on. Yeah, I, I think... I, I don't think know, man. I'm going to lock in zero. I, I will say one, at least one, and that's it. So my number five, I'm going to say it's a wild card. And it's from somebody that I like a lot, so it's not a crazy wild card. You sent me this trailer a week or so ago. I think we got our first look at it. Mm. It's called The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Ooh. Not an easy title to say, but it's Guy Ritchie's new movie that comes out April 19th. And uh, it's like this top secret combat unit that fights Nazis during World War II. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it's got kind of an inglorious bastards vibe, but very comedic. Yeah, like it's based on a true story, I think, but it's also looks funny and silly, which is kind of an interesting uh, tone, which I would say is probably why this is the wild card. It's like, oh, man, this could be a lot of fun or this could be just a complete train wreck. But I do like that. <laughs> it feels like um, Richie is having fun with this one. Yeah. We had two movies last year. He did two movies. One was serious and that was The Covenant. And then I didn't see the the Statham one. Operation, which I believe Operation Fortune was, and that was a kind of a fun spy heist type thing. Like I don't even know yeah. what the plot of that is. Yeah, it was it was a weird. Uh, that one was okay, but it seemed like that tone again was it just kind of he just kind of he was all over the place to me. It felt um, it was fun, but it just was not the best. And that title, it's like Operation it's Fortune. It's a terrible title. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what? And that like came and I, I, well, I almost think that was like almost straight to VOD. Oh, yeah. It was here and then just gone. It was Which like in theaters crazy. for a week, weekend. So this one, I think the most appealing thing for me outside of Richie, who I do like a lot and I have been following him for a long time, is this cast is insanely stacked yeah and henry cavill's the lead and it looks like he's going to be you know really showing off his comedic comedic Mm -hmm. chops which we don't get a lot and then uh my boy alan richton's in this and he looks like he could be fun henry golding's in this carrie elways so this could be a blast april 19th the ministry of ungentlemanly warfare I hate the name though, because I oh, can't. You bad. can't just like roll that off the tongue. It's Richie's got to get better about naming his movies because he did that with Operation Fortune. He's doing it again with this. Um, there are a few other movies where it's just it's it's kind of bordering on that. But um, you know, it's funny. I almost picked this. I uh, I that was mine a number six for me, and I bumped it. Um, mm. Should I I say what didn't make the list or should I wait? Let's wait until the very end. Yeah. Because again, I only have have one and I don't know if that one's going to be on your list. I I would say no. This now it's funny because this uh, again, I sent you the trailer. I did not see it until I went to go see Argyle. And then um, it played on in front of Argyle. I'm like, 
Can can I just get out of this movie and go see that one instead? I'd rather see that one, please. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> did people react to it in like a fun way or no? Not really. And Oof. I was I was uh, like chuckling. It could be really bad, dude. It could be like oh, yeah. too zany for its own good, yeah. and just because of the subject matter, I'm like, man, uh, Cavill could be a complete mess in this movie. Yeah, and that's a thing. Like, I I wonder if this turning for Cavill is going to be good or not because it's kind of like he's did a little bit he was kind of in the same area what he's been comfortable with mostly with Argyle but then he and like this it looks like he's taking a turn and stepping into the zanier which I'm like actually I kind of want that Cavill I I do I want I want to see more of that I think you know it seems like he's hamming it but in a good way um, so I'm digging it and I dig what I'm seeing, but yeah, like you said, it could be this year's operation fortune just because the subject matter, you know, if it didn't involve yeah. world war two and Nazis, then this tone could be perfect for a sure. number of, you know, ideas, but that's my hesitation. But guy, like you said, guy, Richie seems to be having fun. And if he's having fun, I feel like we're going to be having fun. That's that's a key. Like any guy, most Guy Ritchie movies, you'd be able to have fun with. I I'm I'm kind of surprised and not really that you chose that as your number five. It was a it was a thinker, and I had, I did rewatch the trailer. I rewatched the trailer for all the ones that I picked that had trailers because mm. I wanted to. Um, I, I had another one, like I said, that I was on the bubble, and I was like, well, I'm going to lean this one because of. Because of GR and Cavill. So my number five is a little horror movie. I decided to do something, put something on here that I got to say horror. I don't know how you're feeling, but it seems a little lackluster yeah. to me. There's there seems to be um, slim pickings. And that's where um, I had to go horror. This I thought, all right. Let's go ahead and add this because going from one movie with a, a really solid cast to another movie that this cast could be a lot of fun. And it's Radio Silence's new horror film, Abigail. Have you seen you've seen the trailer, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah, the the lead star is just constantly getting in trouble <laughs> with some of the stuff she's saying and or sharing. So it's a touchy subject. And I just can't help but think, man, you're gonna your career is going to go off the rails at any moment. That's the other thing. So we've got um, a controversial actor, actress in this with uh, Melissa Barrera and what she's, um, especially regarding Scream, that she's been booted from that. Um, but the other thing is, like, with this movie, um, again, I don't... Uh, we've got, like, Catherine Newton, who... You know, I feel like I'm worried about Catherine Newton, to be honest, because we've got this, um, we've got Lisa Frankenstein. She's in Lisa Frankenstein, and she's going to be in this. I'm worried that she might have too many misses, or this and Lisa Frankenstein do okay, and she's like in that middle range until she finds something that goes above and beyond. I think this seems interesting. This is very much so... Uh, a movie that gives me ready or not vibes where you're in a house, you're locked in and you've got these people, bad people, it seems. And um, there's this girl who's a vampire and she is like 
oh, well, all of you, like, like six or six to eight people um, have kidnapped me and you're, you're holding me against my will. But the fact is, it's whoever survives is the one that gets the reward of surviving the night. Uh, looks interesting. I, I like it. Um, it seems like this movie could be a lot of fun. And it's from Radio Silence. I'm really curious of what they'll end up doing as a follow-up to their Scream, their Scream movies. But does this movie at all seem appealing to you? Um, somewhat because of them doing it. I would have to see the trailer again. When does this uh, come out? So, Abigail, we are going to be blessed by the uh, presence of a vampire child um, coming out. Oh, geez. I actually got the uh, time mixed, the uh, date mixed up with um, the ministry. It's around the same time, April 19th. Mm, Happy. So, same weekend. And that was, um, which I will also say, I was thinking about doing like a a movie a month. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. It's stupid. Yeah. There's, there's, I I thought about that too. And um, I'm kind of, well, I, I won't. I won't spill it. Mine are deeper, and some are most of them. This uh, this movie was a little bit of my wild card, but I wanted a horror movie. Wanted it to be fun, and this seems like it's both of those. Probably more fun than horror, but uh, especially Radio Silence. I think that's kind of the peak. What's piquing my interest mostly for this? I mean, I can't have a most anticipated list without a little bit of horror. Ooh. Um, this is not my number four, though. I'm going with Long Legs. Oh. Which is... <laughs> what are you owing about? <laughs> because that's another one I almost added to my list. We've had two misses. near or Yeah. Long Legs. Crime horror thriller directed by Oz Perkins, starring Micah <laughs> Moreau and Nicolas Cage. Synopsis says an FBI agent is assigned to an unsolved case of a serial killer, and the investigation gets complicated when occult evidence is uncovered, and the agent finds a personal link to the killer. So occult, I'm in, mm-hmm. plus serial killer, I'm in. This comes out July 12th. Neon just dropped. The first teaser trailer is like a minute and a half, two minutes. And man, visuals look wacky. Um, Micah Monroe is like this little scream queen too. She's in so many good to great horror films. She's making bread. Her bread and butter is just starring in like these smaller horror films. And, uh, you know, Oz. Yeah, Oz who's done a few movies and then he, you know, directed some, I he directed just one episode of the twilight zone remake mm-hmm. reboot. I bl- actually there might, he might've done two, but he did the wacky, um, uh, sequel story of, um, Oh shoot. I forget the name of it, but with the aliens that come to earth and then, um, it's oh, just like a really yeah. wacky, wasn't that like the finale of a season or something? I can't remember. Yeah, it was a finale. I believe that was the finale of season one, maybe. Ooh, but Long Legs, uh, July 12th. That's my horror pick uh, of my list. Okay, so that's your one and only horror pick. Yeah, there's not a lot of great stuff coming out. 
Yeah, we. That, I mean, there is some stuff, but I feel like it's a little later in the year. Especially with um, having, uh, we got to mention Shyamalan. Apparently, two films by Shyamalan: Lee Wanell, Lee, Lee Wanell's Wolfman, and of course, we can't forget Terrifier Three. All of those <laughs> coming out toward the end of this year. <laughs> Wait, Shyamalan has two movies? Yeah. Um, the, that can't uh, be right. There's no w- way he's cranking two things out. I want to say the, and I'm searching now, um, he released one name. The other one is TBA, but Trap is the name. Uh, August 2nd um, is is when that's coming out. Do we know any casting on this? Like I haven't heard of, I, I do remember hearing that he was doing that. Oh, oh Josh Hartnett. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. Josh is leading that film, and um, and and the and his daughter is starring. Shyamalan's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, and I, bl- I believe there's a second one. I mean, I mean that's ah uh, well. Wiki only has one. There's no way he can have two coming out this year. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. Like that's got to be really working this poor guy to the bone. I still got to finish his Apple show. I still haven't done the last season. Oh yeah, servant. I I've been tempted to watch that, to go and, and watch that. I have not started it, but I've been thinking about getting rid of Apple. Um, again, cutting down, cutting back a little bit, and um, especially now that Monarch's done. I got my my Russell fix. Oh God! <laughs> All right, what's your number four? So my number four is going to be a family comedy that I feel like this again. Talking about cast, this cast could be a blast because we've got a lot of people, mainly voices, uh, but to lead, we've got who I'm very interested to see. Her career, and it's Kaylee Fleming. She actually uh, was Judith Grimes in the later seasons of The Walking Dead. She's the daughter of Ryan Reynolds in this movie, and it's John Krasinski's new film coming out May 17th, If, which is also abbreviation of Imaginary Friends. So, again, we've got Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski's in this uh, uh, voice, I believe, uh, Steve Carell, Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Maya Rudolph, Aquafina, and the list goes on and on. Um, this movie, to me, looks like a blast. To This looks like how you felt about Wonka when those trailers came out. This is like one of those that I could see seeing this movie with my family, going and seeing this with um, just friends. My d- Taking my daughter. Just, yeah, where you could like, it, it's almost like, Plug and play. Well, no, I'm saying you could take my daughter. I could take, yes, I could. And that way I could. <laughs> I could. Uh, I could. I guess the, the more logical thing would be you can take your. Um, my niece. Your niece. Yeah, I would take my niece. This definitely seems like a movie. I'm like, let me let me do this. I need to borrow her for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this it does. This movie just looks like a lot of fun. I think um, Ryan Reynolds style in this trailer is quite appealing i love the suspenders i just and the white t-shirt i'm like i got a wedding coming up in may that i'm going to i'm gonna pull that off during the after party thing you should i um also like for some reason ryan reynolds it's he's always been a little hit and miss i like him and sometimes i really like him 
But hit and miss in terms of like, he's kind of like the same, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Here, it seems a little different. It's the same, just a little different. And I like that. Um, so is he a normal human being in this? Yes. But he grew up with these imaginary friends. His daughter has gone through, um, been described as a traumatic event. And uh, she then starts seeing um, all of the imaginary friends or ifs um, that have been apparently abandoned. And Krasinski wrote it and directed it, correct? That's right, yeah. Writer-director. So this is, instead of doing Quiet Place, he decided to do uh, take on this movie. He just seems like he can come up with some great stuff. Yeah, I, and that's another thing. I'm so interested. We go from a, the quiet, uh, quiet Place to this, if. I'm just so fascinated by John Krasinski just in terms of what he's doing as a creator in this way, not just an actor, but a writer-director. And that's another reason why I had to add this to the list, because I'm like, this... I feel like it will hit. I just feel like this is going to be a huge summer. And the more I think about it, I feel like this could be a massive hit for the year. Oh, I do. yeah, I do too. I think I think Reynolds is going to have two humongous movies this year. Yeah. I think all things are pointing Ryan Reynolds. It's the year of Reynolds, baby. I mean, it's always the year of Reynolds because we had Wrexham last year. I feel like that was great. Oh, Yeah. I, I like Ryan Reynolds a lot. I, I get the thing where he is similar in a lot of things, but I it's a it's a it's a brand that I like. Sure. It is. And that's a good way to describe it. It is a brand. You know exactly what you're going to get. And that's where like with hit and miss, I mean by that, because like sometimes I'm wanting something a little different. And I know he can do that. He like, can do it too. Look at Barry. Yeah. Look at look at what he did in that movie. And um he's done a few other uh, roles as well where he just he's um just different but then it is it, it, it's he's doubling down tripling down quadrupling down on his brand i think that's a good way to describe it he also seems like a genuinely nice good dude mm-hmm. and that could all be obviously a, a, a an image that we're given but <laughs> i think if i saw him on the street and said something to him he would be receptive true I could see that. But who knows? I mean, he could haul off and slug me. <laughs> and he would get away with it, too. He'd actually get away with the slap as opposed to Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not on my list. That was kind of a bubble contender. Because I do think that looks like a, a good family romp. And I'm intrigued yeah. by what Krasinski does. Because I just think the guy has shown that he's like pretty talented in a lot of different ways. Oh, yeah. My number three... I have yet to see any footage of this movie. Actually, my next two, I haven't seen a single frame of footage. I believe this one will have a trailer or something during uh, the Super Bowl in a couple days uh, where the uh, almighty Kansas City Chiefs are playing. Uh, I'm going with the disaster movie Twisters. Oh, nice. Which... Hits theaters on July 19th. It's a movie I keep forgetting about, but it is coming out. And it's a sequel to the 96 classic Twister that uh, starred Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, and a bunch of people. And I remember seeing Twister in theaters as, I don't know, fifth a fifth grader. And really just like this was a huge like movie event for me and my friends 
Um, and I, I don't know the plot for this. I'm assuming it's, it's about tornadoes and people <laughs> chasing them around. And uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, Glenn Powell, Anthony Ramos, uh, star in it, and our future Man of Steel, David Cornsweat, is in this. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. And, and then one thing of note, it's directed by Lee Isaac Chung, who's done a handful of these very small, like very small movies, including uh, Minari with Steven Yeun, which mm-hmm. was freaking wonderful. It's great. And now he is headlining this massive, it's gotta be a massive movie. Massive, yeah. massive movie. So I'm interested to see how he handles um, something on... Uh, you know, a large scale like this because he's not done that yet. And usually with some of these people, they're they're making this movie like movie two and this is like movie number six for him. So he has put in the work and I, I hopefully this turns out amazing because I would love to see what this guy can do. Oh yeah. And that's, I was very surprised whenever I found out that he was the one behind this movie because I'm like, wait, the Minari guy? I mean, that's awesome. And a great way to level up, but big surprise. Big level up. The only way that this could be better is if Stephen Young had been in this too. Like yeah. how, that would have been freaking awesome. That but. would be awesome. And I gotta say, gotta point out again, Glenn Powell. Just he talking about leveling up. Dude is uh, he's he's in a good spot with his career. He's he's doing great. Do you think he's gonna have his shirt off in this movie and oh. or? I'm guessing he has like a tank top or a very tight tee because I'm sure this is set during the summertime. Oh, yeah. Um, we might not get full shirtless Glenn Powell, but I bet he has a very tight tee. I'll do I'll do you two better. I'll, I'll uh, Drax you and I'll do you one better, but two. Um, he's going to have a tight tee and it's going to be wet. filled is with gonna corn get wet? sweat. Oh, it's going to be filled with corn sweat sweat. Um He's going to wear a very tight, sweaty tee. Yes. White tee that's yep. going to get very dirty during the course of the movie. But it's going to be a very sweaty, tight tee. And and it's going to be at one point ripped off of his bod mm. by the twister. The twister's going to oh. just rip it off. And it's done for comedy. It's not <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, it, like it's just played as a joke. Yeah. It's going to be the Marvel joke where it's like the, it's like a love and thunder moment. Ooh, tight T. Mm-hmm. My number three. Well, I got to say, my number three also involves Glenn Powell. Ooh, but it's not this one. I know it. But it is unfortunately not Twisters. I almost, again, that's... Uh, We're not going to do three? it. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, our final two, we, <laughs> there's no overlap. <laughs> We've had uh, three close calls, but another Glenn Powell movie in which it is another uh, longtime uh, auteur, writer-director, Richard Linklater, story based on a 2001 article called Hitman. It's coming out June 7th, and it's getting that much-dreaded, at least from your quality check boys, much-dreaded Netflix release. That's why, why I kept um, it off, not going Yeah, I, but at the same time, like, man, it's Richard, It's it's we've got good old Dick and Glenn, and they're teaming up. I mean, it looks great, and the, and the buzz is, like, really, really good, but the Netflix angle, I was like, nope. And I, there's something, I, I don't know, I just, I've, I feel I feel good about this, and I've been wrong many, 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 many times before, 
I'm holding out hope. I hope I'm wrong. I just want Glenn Powell to be an awesome hitman and just destroy. And um, but yeah, we got we got a little teaser, and it's uh, again, I I I have more hope in it being Glenn Powell and and Dick delivering than it being on Netflix and the movie. So there's a hoping. <laughs> when you're saying Dick, I'm like I don't know what he's talking about, and I get it now. <laughs> Richard. Richard got, got rich. Uh, not on my list. But man, you know, everything is coming up, Ryan Reynolds. Everything might be coming up, Glenn Powell. Yeah, I think so too. And especially with just like, I just, man, I just I'm I'm digging him. He seems like he seems cool. He seems like a fun. Did you ever see it, anyone but you? I didn't. No, I gotta wait till that. Mm. That streams. Might might need a little alone time with that one. I I definitely need that, especially with the not rated version. Ooh. That's yeah. Give me that. There's the, give me that cut. There's there's a scene just mentioning it steams up all windows. Give me that cut. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's the Glenn Powell cut. <laughs> um, so my number two, my number two, we got to make Marvel great again. Ooh. Now this is initially my numero one, and I did a little Ooh. switch up. I did a little switch up, and I'm not even listen. I'm not the biggest fan. Of the first two, but I gotta go with Deadpool three, the thirty fourth entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in theaters July twenty sixth. Ryan Reynolds is back; he's playing Wade Wilson slash Deadpool. This is one of two movies that is going to be insanely massive for this mm-hmm. lucky bastard in twenty twenty four. And this time he's paired with Hugh Jackman. Those two are tight in real life. Mr. Jackman's back. Uh, you know, he's retired from playing Wolverine 40,000 times, but he's playing Wolverine again. And just fingers crossed, this is a much needed return mm-hmm. for return to form for the MCU. And I'm pretty confident that Ryan Reynolds and company know what's on the line. And this movie is going to deliver in every way possible. And we're all going to be MCU believers again <laughs> yeah. by the time this rolls around. Because... Again, I haven't seen a single frame of footage, but I don't think that they would. I don't think Ryan Reynolds would do this if it was going to be a train wreck. Mm. And I think this is going to be in line with what we've been given in the past with these Marvel films. And I think they're going to do, um, they're going to do stuff with the multiverse that that we should have gotten, you know, with maybe Doctor Strange, something along, the, you know, really have fun with it and show characters that are either coming up or that we've had in the past and they're going to have a lot of fun with this one. And I am interested to see how uh, Wolverine factors into us and the Mm -hmm. X-Men and all that crap. So my expectations for the MCU as low as (laughs) kind of have that feeling, you know, about the MCU at this moment, my expectations for this are sky high because I think this is going to absolutely deliver. Well, Reynolds has a good, hold on the character and so much of that universe that I feel like that piece of the pie you make it, it's it's like a weird thing like you got to get a good piece like a good pie but in this case just that one slice you just got to make that really good and I think he's gonna deliver in spades and I I'm with you I think this movie it looks good this almost almost included this to be my number one and oh then my I goodness. thought, yeah, but I, I, I was like, yeah, I, I can't 
just because I feel like this is going to be on an anticipated, like everyone's most anticipated. I'm very much so looking forward to it, but I feel like I, I did leave it off because I'm like, it will deliver. It's, it's going to deliver. It's like, maybe my list should also be called the most hopeful movies of 2024 <laughs> of me wanting them all to be really good because this I feel like is a given it's Deadpool 3 is just going to be killer now I don't know if it, I assume it's rated R so I hope it's not mm -hmm. just like the same garbage that is I mean not garbage like those first two but those first two I mean some of that stuff I'm like all right do we really need that mm -hmm. um but it is its own brand and then um I do believe we're getting the first trailer for this this weekend Again, Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. The almighty Kansas City Chiefs. Woo. Never been more confident. Of the Mahomes Super Bowls, I've never been more confident in a dub. I've never been more confident in a big Chiefs dub. Mm. Yeah, so well, if that's... Monday rolls around or next week and we're recording and I'm sad, it's because <laughs> they lost. And yeah. I truly did not expect it. Yeah, that's this. This is going to be a solid game, and we've got. I think we got some good trailers too. I haven't watched any because mm -hmm. they drop all this crap early, like commercials. Yeah. I don't know why they do that, but well, I've I watched it all. Really? Why? No, I'm joking. I that <laughs> just ruins like the. I don't the understand viewing. the thought of that. Of like, yeah. let's show this early. I have. I did end up seeing if there was a, a like a an extended trailer that John Krasinski released, and it was like a play off of The Office where. He had um, the bit where Randall Park comes in and um, he is playing Jim and he did the exact same thing, but it was with the trailer. Have you seen that or no? No, I've, like, I've skipped everything. Okay. Because it was a fun trailer. It was it was actually a lot. Well, and Randall, that made me wasn't like Wasn't he Ryan on The Office more. briefly, Randall Park? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he did the fake Jim thing, right? They just right. recreated yeah. that? Okay. I get what you're and saying. that's what... That's what they recreated in the trailer for If, where he plays John Krasinski, and he shows up, and Ryan Reynolds is talking. And then Randall Park is like, and I'm John Krasinski. And Reynolds is like, no, you're not. And so <laughs> it's the whole deal where it's just them. And then he replaces all of John Krasinski's behind the scenes with Randall Park. And he's like, yeah, I thought of this for, like, years, and it's been just brewing. And it's hilarious. This trailer, I'm like, again... Makes me love John Krasinski and makes me, I've always really highly liked Ryan Reynolds, but again, he just looks so endearing and, and everything related to this movie, uh, more so than normal. John, Johnny, Johnny K's worn a tight tee before. Yes. And he's Ryan Reynolds has worn a tight tee. Mm -hmm. I bet Ryan Reynolds wears a tight tee in this one. I bet Hugh Jackman wears a tight white tee. Oh Yeah. And it's going to be, uh, what are you looking forward to the most out of Deadpool 3? Like, what character? Who are, because are, have you, I, I, you've hmm, steered I, away from all, like, spoilery type uh Yeah, yeah. other than they're shooting this out in the open, so stuff is obviously leaked, and yeah. I've not been able to avoid some of it. But, um, I don't know. I'm interested. I want to know how they handle the MCU uh, or the X-Men. And then does that translate into the future of the MCU? Because surely it's not. Surely this is just like, like we're going to get new people playing these characters. Yeah. I guess that's my only thing is, please, God. I mean, we're at some point, we're going to have to restart the... I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. So I'm interested in... in 
because the freaking X-Men stuff we've got in like the Marvels is is an old character, an older actor from the originals playing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Well, hopefully, hopefully this is the one that resets it all, because that's truly. Yeah, what I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be some sort of restart in a way. I do not have Deadpool 3 as my number two, but I'm going with a sequel and it's coming very soon. It is coming out on March 1st, and that's WB's Dune Part 2. Oh, my goodness. I forgot yeah. about Dune Part 2. Yeah. I Man, I don't... There's something about everything that I've, that I've been seeing uh, leading up to this release. We're still several weeks away. Uh, what, two, two and a half weeks away still? I Actually, two weeks to tomorrow um, from this. I'm just... I know it's coming very soon, but... Everything I'm seeing, I'm just getting more and more and more amped. Uh, one thing that seems to be making me even more excited is freaking Austin Butler in this. The fact <laughs> I that- him with his uh, head shave, though. I mean, he loses some of his little appeal. Yeah, but it's just like apparently he ended up having um, like he had uh, a cap on for this, and he shaved mm-hmm. his eyebrows. He changed. Does his- he talk like Elvis? He changed. Get this, he uh, again changed his voice for this, and he said that he freaked out Stellan Skarsgård, saying, oh my gosh, you're like an echo of me in this. And I'm like, I'm ready for this. Like, let's see it. Um, I'm, I think that this could be a, bl- it just, it seems like a blast. It just, I'm so pumped because um, this seems like a good Star Wars story. I don't know what's next in this. Um, unfolding of the Dune tale, but I can tell you, I dug, I really, really liked Dune, uh, the first Dune, Dune Part One, um, and I'm also on the Timothy Chalamet bandwagon. I, I really dig this guy. He, he's awesome. Really liked him in Wonka. I've enjoyed him in everything, even whenever he was eating bones and all. Um, he's in uh, Zendaya. We're getting more Zendaya, but secretly, I'm just. Really happy we get some more Rebecca Ferguson. That's it. Are you um, at all interested in buying the uh, the Dune sandworm popcorn bucket that <laughs> that looks like something that you would have sex with and not eat out of? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I actually have kind of thought about getting it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I mean, one thing the look of it obviously brings images in your head that are not related to eating food and then but the other thing is like i feel like that would be uncomfortable to stick your hand in that and you have to like pull it out i feel like you're only yeah. pulling out like two or three kernels mm-hmm. strange strange i mean it's a strange collector's item right there i can't imagine very, forking over 30 bucks for that very bizarre but also like you're gonna get all kinds of butter all over that how do you get butter mm, you in that thing oh that's yeah i didn't think about that like, you know, you lube get those up, self-serve man. stations. <laughs> you got to <laughs> lube up that. Maybe the top part comes <laughs> off, though, and you can, like, douse it and then, like, spin it back in or something. Oh, man, you would think so. But, you know, because all those self-service stations where you're adding butter after they've given you the popcorn, and then you just get it all, like, buttery and nasty and just... It's just going to be... <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have to be playing some uh, Cardi B uh, WAP music whenever you end up eating from that because like this is just like I, i'm just 
it's so I strange. Believe, I can't believe that was. I it, there's no doubt in my mind they came up with that and was like this is gonna go viral. <laughs> yeah, because people are gonna think they can have sex. With <laughs> and I also it also doesn't look like it fits that much popcorn. No, right? You're getting that looks ripped like off. It fits like a it's like a small small bag would fit in there. Mm-hmm. It's only good for one thing, and it's not yeah eating popcorn. Yeah. Uh, Dune two. Not on my list, but I did enjoy the first one a lot. I think I saw the first one like twice within almost a week of each other. Mm. But that was, it was like an HBO, you know, it dropped in theaters and on HBO. So I was able to, uh, I think I, no, I saw that. I mean, this is stupid. I don't even know why I'm saying this, but I'm pretty sure I saw that in IMAX and then just went home and watched it on HBO Max like the next day, (laughs) which is pretty dope if you ask me. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. And then there's obviously, I think the tracking is pretty good for the Mm -hmm. box office, which surprises me to some degree that this is um, something that is going to be successful, I would say. Yeah. So we could get, I think... Uh, you know, Denny said he has an uh, You know, I, has he written the third one yet, or he's like mm-hmm. already feels like he's already started working on that somehow? Oh, he's already started teasing it. Dune Messiah. I wonder if he has that popcorn bucket and <laughs> if he's tried it yet. I I believe that's how it was made because he had this idea, and he's like, it's in my um my private screening room where Chris Nolan comes over and he watches me eat from this bucket. Ooh. And he, lo- he lubes the bucket <laughs> for me with just as much butter as he can get in there. He, um, he just wants it to be a real sloshy mess. He, he says that it's a great pairing with uh, Oppenheimer because you're just kind of wrangling the sandworm popcorn bucket. Uh, just It's a good double feature. Uh, by the time you get through both Dune Part 2 and Oppenheimer, you might be halfway through that bucket because it's that much of a struggle. It, uh, it's so hard to get... Pe- you're just taking out one piece by piece, so it really does last the entire two and a half hours. There, you're burning <laughs> off need, a lot of calories just eating from it. It's just a, such a struggle. You're going to actually pay more attention to trying to get popcorn out of that thing <laughs> than you are the plot of Dune Part 2. You know, what's funny you say that... I was thinking um, during Argyle, I didn't get any popcorn for Ar- Argyle. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know, I wonder if I should have done that because that would have distracted me at times, you know, because like there's every now and again you think, oh man, I dropped something. Or, you know, you, you look away and you get a little distracted. I'm like, that might have added to that experience. They should have, they should have added that to the Argyle experience this dune sandworm just roll it out a little bit earlier and then that way you can bring it to a few screenings and then you have it in time for dune part two and it's all greased up ready to go for you by the time you see (laughs) timmy c riding a sandworm i mean we don't have amc here so i would have to buy one of those like on ebay and i you would have to trust that someone didn't use that You know what I mean? Like, it would have to say, new, never used. Otherwise, I would be terrified to stick my hand (laughs) or food in there because I don't know what else has been in there. It's uh, it's actually wrapped. uh, You you have, like, the... Uh, Yeah, I need it, like, the unopened packaging where it's, like, in plastic wrap and seal. They should have a a follow-up screening with Dune 2, Dune Part 2, 
with that bucket, and then they show the movie Teeth immediately following. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if that movie had come out now, we would we would have gotten something <laughs> like that. It was just too ahead of its time. So numero one, do you have any idea what my number I one is? I feel like our number ones are the same. Real? There's no way. There's no I would be shocked. Man, I hope. I hope so. I would be... I would be truly shocked. I don't know what yours is. I don't know what yours is because I truly don't think it's mine. I, d- I just will I will have a freaking blast with my number one. I, hmm, I'm going to have a blast with mine, too. I watched the trailer again, uh, like I mentioned, before locking in all my picks, and this just looks amazing. Uh, my number one, and I don't know if you ever, I sent you this trailer. I don't know if you ever watched it, but I'm going with Monkey Man. Starring and directed by Dev Patel, DP, who has maybe the best head of hair in all of entertainment. Mm. He also gets a story credit with this. It's about a young man working in an underground fight club who goes on a revenge spree against corrupt leaders responsible for his mother's death. It comes out April fifth, and the 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 look. The the plot might feel a bit familiar. We've gotten a few of these movies in recent years, like John Wick and mm-hmm. Nobody. But man, the trailer for this is so incredible. It looks like Dev shot the hell out of this movie. Oh yeah. Um, and he, I think he does incredible work on screen. Like he's a great mm-hmm. actor. So this could be fantastic action and then really good emotional beats along with that crazy violence. I think the most interesting thing about this going into it beyond that, it just looks great, is this was originally a Netflix movie. Yeah. And then Jordan Peele and his Monkey Paw production company saw it, loved it so much, they acquired it. And they're like, this has got to play in theaters. And I feel like that's high praise. Oh, yeah. And that gives me all the confidence in the world that Dev Patel has a new franchise on his hands because this looks dope as hell. Let's hope it's a new franchise because yeah, Dev is, I, I love, I love Dev. He's such, I can't, can we call him an underrated actor just because like he doesn't get as much love. I feel he might be an underrated actor and just like an underrated good guy. Cause Talent. he seems pretty great. Yeah. Like again, I don't know any of these people. He could be a huge <laughs> a white. Like Ryan Reynolds could be a huge douchebag, <laughs> yeah. but like he seems from everything that I watch that he seems like a really genuine good guy. Yeah. But I've seen this trailer like 40 times. It's like if you need to get amped up before a grind for a before a workout, put the Monkey Man trailer on. Yeah, this I it does especially that final shot with the treatment the font treatment and he's beating on his chest i i mean i like the shot i mean it's like him in the ring he's got the mask on it's like from from jordan peele or whatever it says it just looks freaking so cool and stylized and great so is this your numero one Woo! oh my god i don't know what it would be well I honestly did not go with this, even okay. though I needed I I need some peel. Does this surprise um, you at all that I chose this as number one? Did you forget about actually, it at all or no? Yeah, no, because it does look good. I love Dev Patel. I love. I mean, I'm I seriously I hit the first time I hit play on this trailer. I'm like, God, what is it, Monkey Man? Yes, yeah. <laughs> the title. I'm like, this is gonna be like a freaking John Wick rip, yeah. and it looks. 
I mean, it was described as John Wick in Mumbai, mm-hmm. which I'm like, I feel like that's kind of insulting because this looks freaking yeah. amazing. Well, the fact that it is Dev's directorial debut and he co-wrote it, um, it does. I mean, it lo- it looks it looks good. It looks exactly up the alley of what uh, Jordan Peele's talked about for what Monkey Paul, what he wants to do with the company and um, and creating movies, more specifically for him creating movies. But I think it's fitting for the mission that he's talked about before. Um, I love. I do really like this. It's a little too close to John Wick for me to put it to to have added that, especially as number one. I do think it looks really good. Like you said, I do think Dev Patel ended up shooting the crap out of this, and I I'm very excited to see it whenever it comes out on April 5th. Um, that's something that um, I will probably have restarted my uh, subscription service by that point. Yeah. I mean, you and I are in that same boat. It's just mm-hmm. like, there's nothing good out of my, I'm not, I'm not going to waste $20 a month on just to not go to the movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited for monkey man. I'm also a little surprised that that is your number one. I thought that it would be down the, your, um, down on your list a little bit lower. And then I, I expected Deadpool three, to be, um, I didn't know if it would be at the top of your list, but yeah, it was. They were originally flip flopped, mm. and then I just something about this man. I'm just like I'm into it. I don't know what your number one is. I'm completely stumped. This movie, I just I've rewatched this trailer several times. Um, I've seen mm. it, and I try to. Is it a is it a drama? No. Um, I, and I tried to, this, I just think I'm going to have a blast with this. I just, I, something tells me this could end up being one of the biggest movies of the year, um, next to Reynolds, if, and, uh, Deadpool three, I think this could, this will go up on the top 10, I think. Um, but this is coming out one month after dev. And this is an action comedy with Ryan Gosling. Mm. Oh yeah. Emily Blunt. David Leach, and it's the Fall Guy. This movie just looks so freaking hilarious to me. It looks it looks funny. It looks like Ryan Gosling again. Two very sexy people in this movie. Yeah, and like the fact that Gosling, he's getting to this stage right now where um, he looks good in this. He looks a little different again. Like I've always been a fan of the Goss, but man, like this is just. <laughs> Again, this team, him teaming up with Emily Blunt, and I've been waiting for Emily Blunt to have a movie like this where she gets to stretch her legs a little bit in terms of comedic, um, just being being on on point with comedy. But then also Gosling also looks like he does a great job in this. Um, the action's going to be awesome. There's something about this that has a throwback vibe, like when Gosling is. On it looks like a hood of a car or something like that, and he's hanging on to a car that's going down the road, and he's on this hood of the car that's like scraping the ground, and he's like Marty McFlying, coming around the side of this getaway car, whatever. Um, looks like he's going to take a lot of hits. Uh, this is inspired. Um, it's actually an, an adaptation from an '80s TV show about a stuntman moonlighting as a bounty hunter. Um, I think this could end up starting up another like franchise. Speaking of dev and monkey man, I think this could be another 
um, start of that. And then also there's something about the stuntman element that we got from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, that Gosling is, he will be doing that in this as a stuntman. That's his, like, his character. But then more than that, it's David Leach who, I mean, who knows anything better about that than David Leach. Um, coming from, again, John Wick, that background, I just, man, I just, I think this, looking at all movies, I'm like, what will I have the most fun with? I feel like Doom Part 2 will be a good action movie, but also like a, a an awesome sci-fi drama. This movie, The Fall Guy, just give me some hot bods, a lot of sweaty action, and one-liners. That's sweaty like, white tees. Oh, yeah. I oh, like yeah. the movie. It's like a movie within a movie. So we're yeah. seeing, you know, what goes into the movie while we're watching the movie. I think that's always a fun element. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I just, I, I feel like this movie could end up being one of my favorites of the year. This, and it's, this feels like a movie that Dwayne Johnson, like, would have just done anything to get the role that Ryan Gosling got. Like he was he should he was just like that should be my role. Yeah. Right. I I could see that. I could I could see that so much. But then it's like but man Gosling would just he the way he plays this, it's almost very similar to like what he did as Ken, but I just there's something that man, I'm on board the Ryan Gosling train. And I, just, I get the vibe like a Shane Black Yes. The nice guys type vibe Mm -hmm. with this. Which speaking of, every time I see this movie, I'm like, I want to rewatch the nice guys. I need, I haven't yet. I want to go and rewatch that movie. Because again, he killed in that movie. He was awesome. Um, He and Crow were both great. But yeah, I I do too. I get the vibe of that. But yeah, I just, um, I'll just keep talking about how much this movie, every time I see the trailer, puts me in a good mood. And that's what I'm looking for. This is one that anytime we got it before a movie, like people were laughing and clapping, and uh, I bet that I bet it does pretty well. So David Leach, rumored to be doing the new Jurassic Park slash Jurassic oh, World movie, yeah. that just doesn't seem right. No, he doesn't seem like a good fit for that at all. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, kind of a poop poo. The first, my first reaction is like, yeah, I, I don't, don't like that at all. Yeah. So, um. This was kind of a bubble contender. I just left it off. Uh, if was kind of a bubble movie, but it was never on my list. The one that was like number six was um, Ghostbusters mm. Frozen Empire. Like, mm-hmm. I think that could be a lot of fun, though I'm hesitant that we still have the OG guys back. Yeah. I'm like, good grief, dude. Let's move. On outside of like Winston, if Winston's like running the operation, he's the money man. Like that makes sense. But man, do we really need the old school guys back? Yeah. As much as I want to see Dan Aykroyd put on a proton, I don't even know if I want to see him like suit up. Just like he could be around. Maybe he <laughs> works there. But that's my hesitation with that. And what about then, no, I'm excited for him. Does he suit up? I doubt it. I hope not, man. And then, and then the fact that it is children, I still think that's kind of odd. But I think it looks like fun. Like that was, it was like I, I had to really kind of think: Do I want to include that? Yeah. 
And then and that's why I went with um, Guy Ritchie's movie. I just thought, oh man, it just seems it seems better. And I can't believe yeah. I can't believe that's a March release. Mm, yeah, Ooh, boy, that's coming quick. I've again, I feel like they're dumping that for some reason, or maybe they. I think it's because it it's dead. Uh, yeah, it, well, it was December, and I, they bumped it back because of the strikes and stuff. So that I mean, that makes sense. It wasn't. I don't think you'd want to wait a whole year. I can tell you what normally would have been on my list, like Furiosa. And I agree. I agree with what you said. The trailer does strangely look better on the big screen, but ah uh, man, I my I am highly skeptical of that movie after we got that first trailer. And I'm I still stand, you know, it does look better on the big screen, but I still am very skeptical. And then um man, I just I love I love the franchise Planet of the Apes, but I do not have any interest in Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I have to see a new trailer. Yeah, I know yeah. there's one in the works, and if that one looks good, then it might get me on board. But that last one, man, I was not into that at yeah. all. Now, let me ask you, based on Alex Garland, we've got his new A24 film, Civil War, um, We've got that coming out, and of course the announcement that he and Danny Boyle are reteaming for uh, 28 Days Trilogy, which I think is overkill. <laughs> uh, yeah, you had me until I'm like, well, we're planning three more. Yeah. I'm like, can't we just do one? And then you have your trilogy because yeah. you've done two. I'm all I'm all in on doing another one, especially if Killian Murphy's back. I think yeah. that's a freaking fantastic idea. Um, Civil War, though... Mm-hmm. I don't think it looks that great. It looks okay. I think for me, and I think I texted you this, that looks weirdly too yeah. realistic for me. Like, I could totally see that happening, and it's just not appealing. Like, I'm like, that scares me. Yeah, I, I feel the same that it's just like, but, but those two things that you mentioned, I'm like, yeah, it's just, I just can't, I just can't include it um, for that. Um, but I'm I'm highly 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 surprised. Madam Web did not make your number one. Well, that's a February release. That's why it was not in there. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, it would have been. We get uh, Sydney Sweeney in that. I know we, that uh, was my reason for putting it number one. We've got. We're all about Glenn Powell. We got to get some Sydney Sweeney love. She gets plenty of love. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's true. That's so true. Well, I'm. Um, I love that. Uh, you know. We, I, I do kind of like the fact that we had all different movies. I thought we'd have at least one crossover, but I do like that because we were able to talk more movies rather than kind of just repeating going over the same movie or movies. Yeah, I think of any of the top five that I thought would overlap, it, weirdly enough, probably would have been the Guy Ritchie movie. Mm, yeah. Otherwise, I was like, I'm pretty confident he's not doing... Any of these. Oh, maybe Monkey Man. I would, when that wasn't your number five, though, I'm like, I don't think that would be higher on his list. And Long Legs. I did actually think about all, all of the movies. It was it was like, there. we have a decent list, to be honest, but it's also very strange. And I said at the very beginning that's weak. I don't know if it's weak. It's just very peculiar. Like, I don't... Maybe, maybe that we're having such a wide variety of movies will be a great thing. But as of now, it's like, I don't know. Um, I think that's some good stuff. And I actually think, too, looking at the 
the schedule, like it starts in March. There's, there's two things in March I'm into. And then really from that point on, there's at least two movies. I think every month that I'm into that I'd be willing to see and stuff. So, uh, we do have some good stuff coming up. I don't know what we're going to talk about on the next podcast. <laughs> Cause we've got Lisa Frankenstein this weekend. <laughs> we might be, we might be taking a week off. We might be chatting about TV. Unless, yeah. Unless um, we ended up talking about Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Ooh boy. And then, uh, I mean, we got to catch up on true detective. Oh yeah. I I'm, believe I'm behind episode. Episode five is dropping tomorrow because the Super Bowl, featuring the almighty Kansas City Chiefs. They don't want to compete with that, so they're dropping it on Friday. Uh, and I, I didn't say this at the beginning. I usually say this. We're recording here on February 8th, 2024. I like to document that. Just in case something happens and people are like, why didn't they bring that up? And be like, oh, well, we that's, recorded this way earlier than we released that's it. That's the reason, yeah. But True Detective, man, what is, it, I, I don't want to say it's a stink fest so far, <laughs> but I'm three episodes in and I am not into this season at all. So you're you're standing with um, the creator. I'm, I miss Nick. I Bring back Pizzolatto. I, I'm, I'm behind. I'm halfway through episode two. And it's not that, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's um, not bad. I just don't think the writing is as sharp. Mm. And I don't think the story is as interesting so far. And I do get Nick having complaints that this is like starting to reach back to season one. And he created the season one and had nothing to do with it. So I could mm-hmm. see a creator being annoyed by that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, de- I'll definitely uh, end up watching it. And then we could end up doing a merge where we talk about True Detective and, um, and uh, breaking down the Super Bowl including how many times we got to see Taylor Swift. Uh, hopefully a lot. Hopefully at least 25 times. <laughs> What's I, I I need to go and see what the bet is in Vegas right now. The oh, over under. I wish FanDuel had like a prop. Oh, it was yeah. like how many times will we see her by the end of the first quarter? Oh man. That would be amazing. I'd be I'd be willing to throw throw down on that. Well, fingers crossed that it ends uh, on a happy note. Again, I'm feeling good, feeling confident. I'm ready for Sunday. Good. I'm excited. I love... I, I'm excited mm-hmm. now when yeah. the game starts and it's like your favorite team playing, though. I, I've said this before. It's not fun. It'll be... I've got I've got a good feeling about them, too. And then I also just can't wait to, um, to end up uh, watching it and uh, keep track of how many trailers we will end up seeing scan this QR code to go see the full trailer online. <laughs> or you can just search it on YouTube. Like <laughs> I'm not going to pull out my phone to scan a QR code <laughs> when I can just Google it or just get on YouTube. Fingers crossed, man. I hope we get some good yeah. trailers. I don't even know what's like, I haven't done any re I don't know what's showing up other than I, I read Deadpool and Twisters. Mm. Yeah, that's I, and if, I guess if sure. is the other one. But. Yeah, and if they dropped, obviously, that was online. I did see that, but I've avoided a lot with Deadpool and then Twisters, but I could see that for sure. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. This might be the first Super Bowl in a long time that I'm like, there's a lot that I feel like will, will be a lot of fun, especially seeing the Chiefs. Um, as I keep seeing the road to repeat. Yeah. Rare to have back-to-back. Yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to this weekend and then beyond this weekend, all the way uh, with uh, going into the end of summer. So, or 
actually middle of summer. What am I saying? But we've got a lot of catching. I got a lot of catching up to do, especially a true detective. So until next time, keep watching. Thank you.